Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. <laughs> Get it? With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On a beautiful October day in 2019, Jesse Combs stepped into the cockpit of a wingless fighter jet on four wheels. And it wasn't for the first time. Six years of challenging progress led to this moment, one where she was about to make her final attempt at breaking the female land speed record. The snarling power of the Frankenstein automobile's 52,000 horsepower engine vibrated through the joystick as Jesse took in a deep breath, then dropped the hammer. Within five seconds, she was going 120 miles per hour. Another blink of an eye and she was at 300, then four, then Five. Few people in human history have been infected with a love for automobiles and pushing their limits quite like Jesse Combs. But how did one of the most recognizable faces in automotive television also become the fastest woman on earth? How did Jesse manage to excel in multiple high-pressure male-dominated industries? And what led to the tragic crash that claimed Jesse's life? Today on Passcast, the life of modern automotive legend, Jesse Combs. I'm just going to say right off the bat, guys, this one's going to be a little sad. <laughs> a little sad. It's going to yeah. be a little sad towards the end, um, but hopefully fun at the beginning and cool and inspiring. Um, I actually worked with Jesse once. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Pray tell. Uh, we were on a, this Discovery Channel game show in New York. 
like oh whatever, is that the one with jesse james that mm-hmm. he also whoa two jesse's a lot of jesse's yeah a lot of jesse's in my life huh? that's right wow you were like oh i'm so glad to get away from donut and get away from jesse at donut and then you're like oh no <laughs> the two of you <laughs> <laughs> yep that's how james thinks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're hearing the voice of our own Jeremiah Burton, who is filling in for Nolan this week because Nolan's... We have no idea where Nolan is. I think he's trying to break the donut land speed record. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm James Pumphrey and joined by Jeremiah Joe Weber, Burton. as always. Hmm. Um, Did you say your own name? <laughs> I was going to say J- Jeremiah Burton. <laughs> oh, that, that's your name. <laughs> that's my name. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Jerry's filling in for Nolan. Also, I'm Joe Weber. Uh, I'm also here. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced both of you guys. <laughs> and then I'm, you're both like, I'm Jeremiah. Also, hey, me. <laughs> it's like, where have you been? <laughs> you're not listening. <laughs> Listen, I don't usually do the intros. All right. The fact that I remembered both of you is something that should be <laughs> celebrated. celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> Acknowledged, if yeah. th- like certainly don't pretend I didn't do it. Cause <laughs> Thank I did you it. for your service. Thank you, James. Okay, so I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm here with you. Bored. <laughs> Let's get into the story of Jesse Combs. Born in Rockerville, South Dakota, on July 27, 1980, Jesse Combs was interested in anything with a motor from an early age. Her father, Jamie, was a mechanical engineer, and whether it was cars or lawnmowers, Jesse was often by his side and asking how the machines worked. Jesse was also very close with her mother, Nina, who recalls in the fantastic HBO documentary, The Fastest Woman on Earth, from day one, Jesse was a goal setter and never afraid of anything. One goal that Jesse had was escaping her small town to see the world. We didn't have the internet, she said. We didn't have access to the outside world, says Jesse in the documentary. When I was a little girl, I never met any really badass women that were doing exceptional things. So after graduating high school, Jesse turned down a scholarship to study interior design and instead traveled the country. She got a taste for city life during temporary stays in Denver and Chicago, but ultimately came back to the Badlands to pursue her dream. I don't know how to be something I'm not. When it comes to cars, when it comes to driving, I think it's what I was born for. I think that's really honorable to be like, I got a full ride waiting for me, but it's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is race mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. It's sort of like Jeremiah quitting being, I think you were a doctor, right? <laughs> 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 to successful talk about, doctor. To make I funny was, car videos on YouTube. <laughs> I was a successful doctor. <laughs> Just to be clear, he didn't quit to work for donut he quit to be an unpaid intern at ucb <laughs> first no i did that while i was working at cedar sinai oh, okay i was cleaning the toilets at ucb <laughs> and then going into the lab i was managing a lab i was a director of research oh and then God. i'd go cl- i'd go clean toilets at ucb but you know what best job i ever did <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> it really no. sucked is but your mom like really mad at us, I think she's. I think she's come around to it <laughs> mm-hmm. because, and it's only because people come up to me and like, uh, like little kids and their mom. Has that and, happened while you were with your mom yet? Yes, a whole bunch. That's great. And so, like, that's you know, I was at the science center with my dad last weekend, mm-hmm. and these little boys came up to me, and the lady was like, 
she asked my dad, she's like, are you proud of your son? And my dad's like, oh, like, he's like. Uh, I'm like a science guy, and he just got recognized at the science center. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, Oh, dad, chill Dad, out. chill, calm down, yeah. So he tells my mom that. But starting off, when I was doing donut stuff, mm-hmm. she was very, uh, what do you, you know, she could tell her friends I worked at stem cell. Yeah. yeah, you know now she's like, oh, he does YouTube, and they're like, what's YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse trusted her gut and enrolled at WyoTech Trade School in Laramie, Wyoming. From chassis fabrication to trim and upholstery, WyoTech gave Jesse the opportunity to immerse herself in all things automobile. In 2004, she completed her degree in custom automotive fabrication, graduating number one in an overwhelmingly male 2,300 person class. Dang. Oh my God. I've never even seen 2,300 people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a big school. Yeah. Yeah. One can only imagine what it must have been like to be a female in that ocean of bros, much less the best mechanic, period. But as Jesse says in The Fastest Woman on Earth, as far as being in a man's world, I don't mind, as long as they let me be a woman in it. That's sick. Yeah. In light of her stellar scholastic achievements, Jesse and her classmate Ben Bright were hired by Wyotech's marketing department to build a 1964 Mercury Cyclone, which featured carbon fiber body panels, a 402 cubic inch engine, and custom three link suspension. Jesse personally displayed the Cyclone at SEMA in 2004. Little did she know that a television career was just around the corner. Soon after Jesse Combs presented her Mercury Cyclone at SEMA, the 24-year-old made her television debut as a guest fabricator on the first season of TLC's show Overhaulin' in 2004. You guys remember that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. Jesse's infectious personality and automotive knowledge were obvious as she assisted Chip Foose's A-team on a 1956 Chevy Bel Air. So on the heels of Overhaulin', Spike TV offered her a hosting gig on their show Extreme 4x4. I was also on a Spike TV show for a season. Mansers? No, I was on this show called Players. It was about a sports bar. It was a scripted show? Uh, it was like scripted, but like improvised. Oh, it was like a sitcom. Cool. That's like an improviser's dream. With like Matt Walsh. That's cool. Yeah, I was like 20, and I was like, I guess I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Only took a year. I guess I, uh, wow. That was easy. Uh, was Why easy? don't more people try to do this whole acting thing? Yeah. That show got canceled. <laughs> and it was Followed by a decade of just toiling yeah. <laughs> until a donut happens. Just stringing you along. I remember, do you remember the guy in Extreme 4x4? He had like the rooster hair. No, remember? I've never seen the show. Oh, oh, really? This guy? That's the most 2004 hair and facial hair I've ever seen. It's like if Smash Mouth was the card. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somebody damage. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gets chucking and run around and chucking. <laughs> Jesse hosted Extreme 4x4 for four successful seasons until she suffered a back injury that led to her departure in 2008. After recovering from her injury, Jesse co hosted the hit show Mythbusters for nine yeah. episodes in 2009 while filling in for host Carrie Bryan while she was on maternity leave. Jesse was a natural and even flexed her stuntwoman skills by recreating a helicopter escape in one episode. In 2011, she began a three-season run of hosting All Girls Garage, and in 2012, she co-hosted the relaunch of Overhauling on the Discovery Channel. As if that all wasn't enough, in 2013, she joined Patrick McIntyre to host the Motor Trend show, The List, colon, A Thousand and One Car Things to Do Before You Die. That's a long title. 
On her personal website, Jessie posted one of her favorite episodes where she got the opportunity to drive a Lamborghini in Italy. I've also done that. You guys have a, a parallel career. We have huh? a lot of parallels. Despite all that camera time, Jessie was still ferociously focused on driving. In 2011, she took home a Class 10 podium finish driving a Can-Am X3 in the grueling Baja 1000. That's pretty sick. Dude, anytime yeah. you do, you finish a Baja 1000, impressive. It's a thousand <laughs> Baja a thousand as our producer Christina calls it <laughs> <laughs> she also raced Ultra 4's King of the Hammers a desert race rock crawl competition in the Mojave Desert from 2011 to 2014 and became the first female in history to place at an Ultra 4 event when she won a spec class in 2014 with Falcon Tire this person does so many things that I'm scared of <laughs> yeah King of the Hammers, no joke. Dude, King of the Hammers is no joke. Yeah. Just being a king, like spectating at King of the Hammers mm -hmm. is like hard. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that it's cold. Baja That's all too. I know about King of Hammers. Everyone's like, yeah, it's so cold there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's it's like deceiving cold because it doesn't, you look around, you're like, this, this looks hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, television fame wasn't going to satisfy Jesse's desire to be behind the wheel of a car. She was haunted by her desire to drive fast. So in 2013, at the age of 33, she accepted an invitation to the Oregon desert to chase her ultimate dream. In The Fastest Woman on Earth, Jessie's mother recalls when her daughter told her the news. I remember the day she said to me, I need to show you this video. I'm going to drive that car. The car that Jessie showed her mother was called the North American Eagle, a machine intended to drive faster than any four-wheeled automobile in history. Jessie's mom remembers thinking, Oh my gosh, this is really happening. To officially set the land speed record, a driver must blast a machine over a measured mile, then return over the same distance. The average of both trips is the official time. And just to be clear, that's the opposite way. So if you get wind, wind yep. one way, you'll get the opposite wind the other way. British pilot Andy Green set the supersonic land speed record in 1997 when he drove a jet-powered car a touch over 763 miles per hour in the Nevada desert. That is insane. Mm -hmm. Man. That was a EG Civic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big fart can on Big friggin'. <laughs> <laughs> the female record holder was Kitty O'Neill, uh, more on her later, who drove a three-wheel jet car 512 miles per hour in the Alvord Desert in 1976. That's terrifying. That's nuts. Jerry, you made a video a while back mm -hmm. about why it's impossible to go much faster than that. Yeah, you're limited. There's just not a flat enough piece of earth that you can drive. I mean, theoretically, if you can somehow get it to accelerate faster, but they're just like laws of phys physics that prevent you from being able to go faster. Yeah, like wind that. resistance at that speed is yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's just like you fight different things. Yeah. And then really it just comes down to there's no road. You'd have to build a road to be able to do that, you know, just to have the distance. Dude, um, Bezos is going to do it. <laughs> Bezos is going to do it in Saudi Arabia. Bezos yep. is going to do it, dude. And just so like, so this supersonic... Uh, speed record six seven hundred sixty three miles an hour. So the speed of sound is like seven sixty eight or seven sixty seven. Wow. So they're just right at the speed of sound on land, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's insane. Probably see one of those like. Well, you would see that you break it? the sound barrier. Yeah. What's that thing called? It's a sound barrier. But when you can <laughs> see it, 
It's just a sound barrier. Yeah. Then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no technical name for. I like, mean, I'm sure there's some specific thing, but yeah. it's just all it is is it's it's air molecules. Wow. Yeah. Is it getting what's it called though? Getting, it's called the sound barrier. Oh. When you, but when you can see but it, when though? it's like a air, when oh, it's like air I'm shield. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I've, I'm sorry. It's called the visual sound barrier. <laughs> oh. Nice. Yeah. You, you can't it. hear sound though. <laughs> this all brings us to a Tacoma, Washington-based crew of gearheads and racing enthusiasts, collectively known as North American Eagle, or NAE for short. Soon after Andy Green set his record in '97. NAE decided to spend their free time attempting to design their own fastest car on earth, one that could potentially travel 800 miles per hour in the Alvord Desert, which is about 400 miles southeast of Portland. Principal owner slash driver Ed Shadle's search for speed led him to an aircraft junkyard in Maine where he bought a Lockheed F-104 Starfighter. <laughs> it's cool. For 25 grand. What? Nice. That's a deal. Dude, Dude we should get Lockheed F-104 Starfighter. We should start some... flipping uh, jets. <laughs> yeah. Put a new coat of paint on them. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a lot of jet for 25 grand, baby. Mm-hmm. Do you think it comes with those big bombs on the way? <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't come. Bombs are extra, probably. Okay. As you might imagine, buying a plane for the price of a used sedan probably means there are significant issues with the plane. Um Darn it. But <laughs> dang it. <laughs> it's not in perfect condition. Yeah. You didn't kick the wings before you <laughs> test drove it? Bit of a project jet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if Nolan had a project jet. It'd be like a wooden frame. Yeah. <laughs> like a spruce goose. <laughs> the biggest, heaviest, <laughs> most immovable plane yeah. ever. Uh-huh. Nolan, when are you going to work lit- on your, your <laughs> spruce jet? goose this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Not would, no one would pick that because that plane barely flies. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, the yeah first but do you know the history of it? It's rich. <laughs> one of the... This is, at one time, this is the biggest plane ever. <laughs> so, uh, built by Howard Hughes. Yeah. There's only two in existence mm-hmm. in the patina. And, we, and Kanan would like kick soccer balls and <laughs> hit, hit his friskus. <laughs> but as NAE co-owner Keith Zangi described in The Fastest Woman on Earth, the F-104 was the ideal aircraft to customize. The beauty of this aircraft is that it's got a wind chill that's good at Mach 2.8. It has a perfect inlet geometry. The aircraft itself is barely wider in diameter than the engine, so you couldn't design anything smaller. As NAE came close to perfecting the newest version of their 56-foot-long, 52,000-horsepower beast in the early 2010s, they wanted to raise the company's profile and began to seek out potential drivers. We were looking for a female driver that could bring attention to the project, said NAE crew chief Les Holm. After meeting Jesse in person, Ed Shadle agreed that they had to get her on board. Ed knew that Jesse was more than qualified to drive any normal vehicle on the planet, but the NAE was a different story. It's a jet. It's a jet. It's a jet without wings. Uh, on the ground. So... <laughs> So he wanted to make sure that Jesse had the physical endurance to handle uh, such intense speeds. So she was required to take a few endurance tests before getting into the actual car. They took her to Magic Mountain and put her on X2. (laughs) 
First, they sent Jesse up with a stunt pilot in an open cockpit biplane to see if she would get sick. She didn't. Step one. Down. Good. <laughs> in fact, she was grinning ear to ear when the plane landed. The opposite of getting the sick. Opposite of sick. Mm-hmm. I would love to go in one of them. It'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were supposed to fly in the Thunderbirds like a year ago, or I was supposed to. And I had to go get a physical. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, pa- I think I'm too tall. Really? They had to like measure my hip to like the length you of my quad plane, huh? pretty much. Well, it's, I fit in the plane, but um, if I were have to eject, it'd rip my old legs off. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, we Ow. better that you don't do it. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's Don't you wish that you could tuck your arms and legs into your body, like it, especially when you're sleeping at night? Oh, like a turtle? Yeah, like your I've arms. Never thought that. <laughs> never really? Thought that <laughs> never. Not once in my whole life. Sometimes <laughs> your arms get in the way, like when you're cuddling and stuff. Don't you wish you could just go into your body? But how are you gonna cuddle? I guess you can cuddle with no arms. But I've never <laughs> thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree with James. That's never crossed my mind where I've been like, man, I wish I could just push my arm inside myself right yeah. now. I'm not, I have no judgment on Yeah, it's a that, creative but, thought process. But I, I never thought it. You guys don't have as big of arms as me, though. I've got huge guns. <laughs> they get in the way. I could see why your arms would get annoying because they are so muscular. Yeah. And big. Mm-hmm. And veiny. Yeah. Super vascular. I've knocked over glasses on the counter just with my veins. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking you, past Because you're openly using steroids. Yeah. yeah. What you say about me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a little angry from all these steroids. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like it. <laughs> we'll be right back with more of this story. But first, a word from our sponsors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. <laughs> Get it? With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this 
when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Then to test her ability with land speed, they visited the Bonneville Salt Flats and Shadle put her behind the wheel of a high boy roadster. Don't know what it is? Sounds cool. (laughs) Which she effortlessly drove at 178 miles an hour. After the run, an impressed Shadle remembers thinking she'd make someone a really good fighter pilot. How fast have you gone in a car? Uh, I haven't gone 200. I think I've gone like in 160s. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe? 117 in my dad's eclipse that's it yeah i feel like 178 it's like we're so like normalized to you can just go buy a car that does 200 miles an hour yeah it's like but 178 miles an hour is so fast yeah so fast and the thing about bonneville too is it's not a road yeah it's like silt yeah it's dirt (laughs) yeah it's salt yeah Yeah. it's salt salt dirt yeah Salt dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of like sliding. Mm-hmm. Like you. Ooh, that sounds sketchy. Oh, it's God. really sketchy. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I'm supposed to take the mini bike out to Bonneville to potentially set a speed record with it. Yeah. You can uh, try and go 100 miles an hour. 36 miles per hour. No, 100. 100. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> we also did an episode of Bonneville Salt Flats. That was a fun. Well. On past gas. Kind of fun one. Kind of heartbreaking because it's slowly being ruined by climate change and mining mm-hmm. and what are they mining out there to find out listen to the episode it's episode uh, 148 on october 15th 2013 it was time for jesse to drive the north american eagle in the alvord desert ah. <laughs> nice after a paltry 100 mile per hour warm-up pass shadle said she got out of the car and she was mad at us she said my damn Jeep's faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse got back in for another run, 250 miles per hour, then another, 280, convincing Ed and the boys that she could handle the car at full speed. Finally, free to let her rip, Jesse set a new female four-wheel record of 398 average miles per hour. Dang. That's cool. fast, dude. During the emotional celebration with her beaming daughter, Jesse's mom, Nina, said, She's a natural. She knows that it's her calling. Jesse exclaimed, That was so awesome. <laughs> it was the coolest feeling I think I've ever had in my life. That will be hard to top. Jesse comes first year with the North American Eagle was a wild success. Little did she know it would be years before they would reach those heights again. In 2014, Jesse and the NAE team went back to the Alvord Desert but weather conditions kept them from running full speed. Despite the setback, the success from the year before was still fresh in Jesse's mind. She knew that her time was coming and felt a need to visit the only other person who could understand what she was trying to do. Enter Simon Cowell. (laughs) As we mentioned earlier, Kitty O'Neill set the female land speed record in Alvord Desert in 1976 when she drove 
512 miles per hour in a three-wheel jet car called the SMI Motivator. (laughs) (laughs) You want to be motivated? (laughs) (laughs) New from Ford, the Motivator. Ford Motivator. Depressed? (laughs) Depressed? (laughs) You need a motivator. Like Jessie, Kitty's incredible skill propelled her into an entertainment career where she was a stunt woman for several films and TV shows, including Blues Brothers and Wonder Woman. Um, she was Jim Belushi, <laughs> <laughs> stunt person. John Belushi. Uh, yeah, it's John Belushi. John Belushi. Well, Jim Belushi was a minor character in the <laughs> cafe. <laughs> what made Kitty's rise all the more impressive is that she was completely deaf from the age of two. But Kitty was taken advantage of several times during her career. Probably the most brutal example came after Kitty's record-breaking 512-mile-per-hour run. Despite easily claiming the female record, stuntman and film director Hal Neham had paid $25,000 to drive the motivator to the overall record if Kitty's run was a success. Well, obviously it was, and Hal's lawyers managed to kick Kitty out of the car even though Needham would never go on to actually drive it. Need him, more like need slap in the face, am I right? On top of her professional betrayals, Kitty's romantic partner, Duffy, first of all, don't ever date someone named Duffy. There might be a nice Duffy out there. (laughs) What's it short for? Actually, I know a great guy named Duffy Dibley. He's very nice. (laughs) Duffy was abusive and manipulative. He had a million-dollar life insurance policy in the event of her death, and when she crashed a Corvette funny car late in her career, it was discovered that the car had been tampered with. Oh, Duffy. Duffy, you dork. Her mechanic and close friend Kai Michelson said he was out there to take her money and get rid of her in the end. Even after Duffy passed, I think she was still scared of him. Understandably, all of the abuse took its toll on Kitty. She quit driving in the 1980s and struggled with alcohol. She vanished from the public eye and coincidentally retired in the South Dakota town of Eureka, where in the winter of 2014, Jesse took the familiar highway to visit her hero. The encounter between Jesse and Kitty was beautiful. Kitty still had several racing trophies and newspaper clippings displayed around her home, and after Jesse showed Kitty an old crash photo, Kitty responded, I want to do it again. I want to crash again. It was more exciting. <laughs> Jesse said, Thank you for paving the path. I'm just trying to be like you, but faster. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty laughed and gave Jesse her blessing to break her record, saying, Go fast. Just show them you can do anything. It would be the final time Jesse and Kitty would share such an intimate moment as Kitty passed away three years later at age 72. Kitty O'Neill's positive energy carried into 2015 when Jesse and the NAA crew went back to the Alvord Desert and were greeted with perfect weather conditions. With the goal of reaching 600 miles per hour, Aid Shadle strapped in for a warm-up run, but at mile six, he felt serious resistance in the joystick and had to shut down the car. As mechanics tried to fix the steering issue, a windstorm came through base camp, whipping waves of dust into an already difficult situation. Dude, Waves of Dust is a cool band name. Dude, yeah. Sand be damned, the determined crew quickly discovered that the steering issue wasn't fixed. Collectively disappointed, Jesse and the team would have to wait another year. Back in the desert in 2016, the crew and Jesse were ready to roll. Pun intended. The run was spectacular, but when it came time to slow down, the vehicle wouldn't respond. Harrowing cockpit footage in The Fastest Woman on Earth shows Jesse calling over the radio. I'm approaching those bushes like a guys. 
She then speaks to the car, stop, please. Fortunately, Jesse brought the car to a rattling halt without crashing. The crew rushed to her side and quickly realized that both parachutes on the NAE had failed to eject. Jesse, her mother, and the whole crew were rocked by the nearly disastrous malfunction. Jesse said, I fully believe I experienced a miracle. There's a small fraction in there like, this might be my last day. That was the first time I ever thought like that. Despite a terrifying experience, data from the run showed that Jesse and the NAA team were getting closer to their ultimate goal. Jesse had a new top speed of 477.59 miles per hour. That's terrifying. Dude, being in a car and not being able to stop at, at 400 miles, an hour. miles yeah. an hour. Just, it's like, I think it's, I think it's like the lack of, you can't control it, right? So it's yeah. that, like, that's taken away from you, especially if you're a driver and that's like your whole thing. Yeah. Is to be the one in control. Yeah. Oof, I gives me a lot of anxiety. I just had to watch that video of uh, that 1,300-horsepower Mercury Comet crash. Do you remember that from a while ago? Uh Uh-huh. It was like the brakes failed or something, and they're just like... Oh, yeah. Coming up on the, uh, like, intersection, it was just terrifying. And that was at, you know, like 40 miles per hour or something like that. Yeah. This is 10 times that, and just imagine that you press on the brake and nothing happens. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh indeed. Sheesh indeed. It's no secret that finding a balance between family life and a busy career can be difficult. Jessie was 36 and despite her lofty career ambitions, still had occasional bouts of loneliness and wondered if a family could be in her future. Her sister Danielle recalls Jessie confiding in her. She wondered, how am I going to make this work and still keep following this dream that is running? And if I don't go with it, I'm going to miss this boat. Jesse tried dating, but as she says in The Fastest Woman on Earth, I don't understand why men can go out and live these wild and free lives but still be able to attract partners. Whereas I seem to get people who don't fully get it. It's like this never-ending cycle of being in really bad relationships or being completely alone. Jesse's parents divorced when she was 12 years old, and as a result, she often felt very restless during the holidays in her adult years, saying, I come home and it's a standstill. I need to fill that void. If you're going to live a life where you're chasing adventures, you're going to have to sacrifice a solid relationship and a family. Despite the battle for balance, Jesse did find a connection with Terry Madden, a fellow racer and driving coach. Terry understood Jesse's need to chase her dreams and her hesitation to settle down. In The Fastest Woman on Earth, she admits, I can't have a family and be trying to break a land speed record. I'm pulled in a lot of directions. Where is there time for a real life? Another reason Jessie didn't have time for a real life was that she loved motorcycles almost as much as cars. Throughout her career, she made appearances at numerous female-focused bike events, such as Babes Ride Out, Wild Gypsy Tour, Women's Motorcycle Show, and Biker Bells. Jessie even wrote Joey and the Chopper Boys, a 2015 children's book about a girl who loves motorcycles. In 2017, she and her business partner, Teresa Contreras, built a BMW R9T for the hand-built motorcycle show in Austin. 2017 was also the year that Jessie became the first female Grand Marshal in Sturgis Bike Week history. Unfortunately, in the spring of 2018, NAE owner and driver Ed Shadel died from cancer at the age of 77. But during his final week of life, Jessie spent an entire day with Ed, where her presence gave him comfort, and he gave her his blessing to complete the goal they both wanted so badly. Later that year, Ed's favorite hat rode in the NAE cockpit with Jesse 
when she and the crew went back to the Alvor Desert to make their first attempts without their beloved co-founder. The steering was flawless, and just as importantly, the parachutes worked. Jesse was ecstatic, saying, All my ghosts from the last run are completely gone. It's the best feeling in the entire world. But elation turned to concern when a different problem was discovered. A small door at the fuselage was missing, and after the crew scoured the course, they realized that it must have been inhaled by the engine. <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't mess up the engine? I know some of these engines, they're like meant to be able to take some yeah. damage. There was a There's a really cool video. You can go online and watch it, and it's like these big airplane jet engines, and they take frozen turkeys, oh, and they shoot them through the engines. To test for like to a To test goose. like if you're like, yeah. They're like if a up. frozen goose flew into the, <laughs> <laughs> they might not be frozen frozen yeah. birds, but they're they shoot birds yeah. and a bunch of them through the engine. How do we go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really sick. <laughs> You're yeah. just behind it with a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> Cook it. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's like it comes out defeathered, cooked, yeah, just ready for eating. Yeah, sign me up. My kind of goose, boiled goose, boiled <laughs> goose. <laughs> Jesse said, "That's why we're out here sweeping the desert. If a rock or something gets caught in those blades, we're done." The team was disappointed, but were still anxious to hear the results of the run back at the base camp. Sure enough, despite the malfunction. There was a silver lining. Jesse had achieved a new top speed of 482 miles per hour. This meant she was more than capable of taking the NAE over 500 miles per hour when the car was repaired the following year. We'll get back to more past gas, but right now, a word from our sponsors. Jesse was hesitant about going back to Albert in 2019. In The Fastest Woman on Earth, her friend Antonia Ebenstar Armenta tells of a recurring vision Jesse shared with her prior to the trip. In my dream, I'm in my cockpit, but I feel like I'm not in my body. I'm just watching it from out here somewhere. I see myself leaving this plane. Wow. Despite the ominous dream, the weather conditions and the NAE car were too good to pass up. And on August 27th, Jesse strapped in for another shot at the record. The shakedown run came back with a staggering average of 503 miles per hour with a 515 max velocity. Jesse smiled and said, just have to go faster. The radio transmissions of her next pass are haunting. Jesse starts the engine, gets the all clear, and begins her run. She quickly picks up speed as she approaches the first mile marker, then the second, Four, clear, five, clear, six, clear. And then comes a command to shut down the engine, followed by Jesse's final words, copy that. A fraction of a second later, the NAE disappears in a cloud of dust, and the unanswered radio calls from base camp grow increasingly panicked. Shock and devastation consumed the crash site. The documentary and NAE crews helplessly looked on as firemen hosed down the smoldering wreckage, it was very clear that no one could ever survive such an impact. The Fastest Woman on Earth includes gut-wrenching cockpit footage of the crash, which shows Jesse trying to control the increasingly shaky car as it helplessly blasts head-on into a large bush and flips on its side. We know that she did everything right, says Jesse's crew chief. 
Everything was going perfect. She went from full military, slid it over for full afterburner, and held it in full afterburner for the whole run. According to the Harney County Sheriff's Office, the crash was likely caused by a covered object that wasn't visible to the crew when they did their walkthrough of the course before the run. When the NAE struck the object, the front wheel assembly collapsed, leaving Jesse trapped in an uncontrollable vehicle. God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Amidst the wreckage, the crew found the parachutes, which had been properly ejected, and also miraculously discovered an undamaged hard drive that contained all the data from the run. With 548 max velocity and an average and an average of 542.7, Jesse had broken Kitty O'Neill's land speed record. And she's the fastest woman in human history. On the drive out to the Alvor Desert, the weekend of Jesse's crash, Terry Madden asked her, what makes you happy? After a thoughtful moment, Jesse replied, changing the world. I make a difference in people's lives by doing what I love to do. I think that's what I was born for. Based on the resounding response in the aftermath of her tragic crash, it's clear that Jesse made even more of an impact than she realized. Some of the more prominent voices from around the auto world expressed their condolences. Chip Foos posted on his Instagram, So sad to hear of Jesse's passing. I will miss her so much. I will miss her, and so will our industry. She chased her dream to be the fastest, and she was. Jay Leno, who Jesse joined for an episode of Jay's Garage in 2018, posted a photo of Jesse with the caption, In memory of the fastest woman on four wheels. Your memory lives on. Legendary Bike Club Buffalo Chip posted an in-memoriam on their website. Jesse might have been a star, but she had a big heart and treated everyone like an old friend. Shortly after Jesse's death, the Jesse Combs Foundation was established, dedicated to offering college scholarships to young women who want to follow in Jesse's automotive footsteps. The foundation website states, It is pioneers like Jesse that show women they can excel in whatever career path they choose. The scholarship program is funded entirely by donations from individuals and organizations who believe in Jessie and everything she stood for. Jessie's family is active in the foundation and also appears at events around the country to promote her line of female welding and racing gear, which is super cool. In 2020, Jessie's mother was approached by a woman who said, Jessie was amazing. She impacted my daughter so much. You are so blessed because you got to be the mother of a legend. Despite Jessie's struggle to balance her all-consuming career with an increasing desire to settle down, the cruel irony of her record-setting crash is that she was so close to beginning a new chapter in her life. Soon after the crash, Terry Madden shared an emotional Instagram post saying that he and Jessie had agreed that the 2019 run would be her last attempt at the record and said, that was supposed to be the last time she ever got in that car. Jessie Combs remains a singular fixture in automotive culture. She was a modern trailblazer for female drivers, fabricators, and mechanics, and pushed herself to the ultimate limit to become the icon she is today. In a life full of light, Jessie's final Instagram post sent us one last beam of inspiration. It may seem a little crazy to walk directly into the line of fire, but those who are willing are those who achieved great things. People say I'm crazy. I say thank you. Wow. Damn. It's like she felt it coming and she still wanted to do it. And 
she would have been pissed at herself if she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have fan mail. Um, Hey guys, love the show While I was listening to the episode on Shelby's Forgotten Cars I heard James make a monumental mistake His mom's chili Is indeed not better than my mom's (laughs) That's it That's the email Much love guys, Isaiah Alright, thank you for lightening the mood a little bit Isaiah Thanks Isaiah Uh, If you want to email us uh, You can do so at passgas at donutmedia.com um, follow the boys uh, at Joji Weber at Jeremiah Burton. Jer, thanks for sitting in on this yeah, one. Man. Thanks, guys. This was, you know, I'm glad I got to be here for this. It was cool to hear her story, and uh, yeah, it was just, it was great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've been getting this request for a while now, and we've just kind of been timid to do it because it's such a sad story. And usually, we like to keep the mood light around here, but I think this is a story that needed to be told. Mm-hmm. Super inspiring, you know worth to be told glad you guys did it angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience. And they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.